Hi there, my name is Jessica Shamash. I am one of the founding members of Fable Studio, where I work as a creative director. And um, before Fable Studio, I worked at Oculus Story Studio, which was a small division within Facebook. Um, and there we focused on the future of storytelling through virtual reality. And before that, I worked at Pixar, Pixar Animation Studios. XR, Find New Images Festival, the audio series that makes virtual worlds talk. My most recent project has been a VR adaptation of Neil Gaiman and Dave McKean's Wolves in the Walls. It actually premiered at Sundance, at Tribeca, and at the Cannes Film Festival. So currently, what I'm working on right now, um, myself and the very talented team at Fable Studio are building virtual beings. So a virtual being is a character that you can have a two-way ongoing relationship with. So similar to Alexa and the fact that parts of our characters will be driven by artificial intelligence, but very different in the fact that our characters have lives and stories of their own that unfold with time. Um, so as you would read a novel, you would follow a character's story along but with a virtual being, you actually have a part, you play a role, you influence their story, you're a part of that story. And our hope is that audiences will go from an acquaintance to a friend to a confidant and really build something so delicate and pure, a friendship with a character. It's pretty exciting especially as we approach it with these very earnest and thoughtful intentions. And what I mean by that is we often look to um, someone like Fred Rogers as a North Star. This is a person whose content um, influenced social change. And they talked about important matters through their work. And, you know, we will hold our characters to the same standard and they will be diverse and representative mirroring the beautiful cultural differences of, of our world. So there are a lot of different emotions going on right now. Um, you know, with the pandemic, there's a lot of fear, there's loneliness. And with a lot of the protests, we're seeing a lot of rightful anger, a lot of rightful grief. And I think it's important for us is how are we taking all of our emotions, not only the good, but the difficult, and infusing that into our work. And for me personally, I know that my work has been shaped by what's going on in the world, giving it more depth and a stronger sense of purpose. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that this time has inspired me to do that. We as artists um, have this unique platform and responsibility. It's like that Spider-Man beloved quote with great power comes great responsibility. And, and we as artists can use our platform and hopefully impact, hopefully impact the larger audience because we can. Um, and it's been very inspiring to see all of the art that has been coming out that is representative of this time, but also representative of a more hopeful and just society. 
I keep recommending this movie to friends and family, and I watched this right when the pandemic first started over three months ago. And the movie is Fried Green Tomatoes. And it really stuck with me because it took all of these principles and themes and created a piece of art that was whimsical. But really, it was so layered because it focused on so many important life and social matters and themes that are still relevant today, even though the movie took place in the 1920s. And um, I think the author, it was based on a, on a book, and the author's name was Fanny Flagg. What a wonderful name. And, you know, one of the things that actually stood out most was the title, Fried Green Tomatoes. And probably only an author with the name Fanny Flagg could come up and actually use a title as quirky and wonderful as that. But I kept thinking about this movie for weeks afterwards, And I think that's because food, what we eat every day, is a key to the past. And perhaps that's your own past, your own childhood. Or perhaps that's actually a time that you haven't experienced, a culture completely different than your own. Um, One of my favorite authors, Robin Sloan, he's a San Francisco-based author, and he says this quote, I have come to believe that food is history of the deepest kind Everything we eat tells a tale of ingenuity and creation, domination and injustice, and does so more vividly than any other artifact, any other medium. I think a bite of food can, in many ways, transform the senses to another place or time. In a way, it's history meeting you in the present. And it's a form of escapism. You don't need to read a book. You don't need to watch a movie, watch TV. A meal can offer that same escapism to another time, to another mental place, another energy. And I think it's about being present and experiencing that. You know, you don't have to go far to find creativity. You can just go to the room next door. You can go to the kitchen. There's so much inspiration. I think we're seeing that now, especially Um, And I think, you know, food's taken on new meaning during this pandemic, to echo Robin Sloan's quote. um, Well, we've seen new ingenuity and creation during this time. Neighbors are now bakers. And since access is limited, you know, when when we are limited, oftentimes we see creativity through that. And I think it's pretty cool that, um, you know, you don't have to be on your computer or you don't have to be doing these things it can be as simple as baking a dish in the kitchen and finding creativity and inspiration through that a little message I would like to share with the community is that I think it's really important to be gentle with yourself right now there's so much going on so many raw emotions and they take many different forms these raw emotions and unexpected ways you know and I think it's a reminder to your inner child when you're at extremes, just, you know, you can be gentle and you can be gentle with others. Um, This is something I've done for myself and it's quite helpful. And it's defining your life values or your credo. (laughs) Um, A lot of companies have credos. So it's a statement or belief that aims or guides your actions. So, A lot of this, you'll see companies, like, what do they stand for? 
but we don't often do this exercise for ourselves. Um, you know, we see examples of people that have Steve Jobs, for example. I think his is stay hungry, stay foolish. Uh, one of my favorite credos is by William Bourne. His is fight for a just cause, love your fellow man, live a good life. And I'd like to pose, what is that for you? How do you want to live daily? And especially, how do you want to infuse your work with your credo? You know, we all have a unique viewpoint and identity. No thumbprint is alike. And I think taking a moment to sit with yourself and define what's important to you. What is your compass? Um, what is your compass? And define that credo so it can guide you um, in dark moments and happy moments. But it's always there. And it's a reminder of what you stand for. Mm-hmm.